Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Football Full Circle, live here on SportsGrid Radio and Sirius XM Channel 159, begins right here on a Wednesday. I am Ben Stevens, alongside our man Joe Lisi as well. The duo back together on FFC for another day here on the SportsGrid Radio Network. And Lisi, the focus the last couple of days, with all the drama in college football, the war of the words between Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher, and then some of the storylines that we approached, as we get ready for SEC league meetings next week and an SEC-only potential playoff in all of the evolving landscape of college football has taken us away for the past few days from the National Football League. But the NFL back in the headlines with OTAs beginning this week across the league, players back at practice with their teammates, opportunities to hear from players for the first time in a couple of months and paint the picture for the summer moving forward in the NFL. And that's what it's all about, right? Which teams can really make some noise this 2022 season? But I tell you what, I look at the headlines, right, Ben? And all of a yeah. sudden, I look down. The Panthers vow that Sam Darnold could be a marquee quarterback. Are we kidding ourselves <laughs> right now? They didn't see that performance last year where they started 3-0 and and fell off a cliff. He threw for 172 yards and three interceptions against Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. I mean, come on now. Now, I, there is some optimism, right, uh, in terms of some teams, right? Is it Arizona now? I'm reading that Kyler Murray potentially a $280 million contract. Hard knocks will cover the team in terms of the offseason in June and July. This is what it's all about, but which team is really set to knock off the LA Rams? Because, you know, even though maybe they might take a minor step back, they're the team to beat this coming season. Certainly so, and I still think there's a ton of value on L.A., not only to win their second straight NFC championship, but also a second straight divisional crown within the NFC West as well. In my opinion, Lisi, as we'll lay out over the coming days, weeks, and months leading into the 2022 NFL season, still by far the most competitive division within the NFC. And we've said oftentimes the NFC seems to have an easier path to the postseason, to a conference championship, than that of the gauntlet in the AFC. It's funny you bring up that headline we see about Sam Darnold speaking to the media yesterday after practice for Carolina's voluntary OTA saying he's confident he can be one of the great quarterbacks in the NFL because that headline caught my eye as well tickled a fancy if you will we all need a smile every now and then and that certainly brought a smile to my face I have no faith in Sam Darnold to even be the starter in Carolina past week number six there has been so much hype Lisi about Matt Corral and how 
evaluators for the Panthers felt that he was the top-rated quarterback in this past draft in 2022. And optimism for Carolina? I'm not sure there is much. A five-and-a-half team win total. The over the slight bit of juice at minus 125. So at best, it seems, Lisi, a 6-11 year for the Panthers in a weak NFC South division, really outside of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are a minus 320 favorite to win that division. The best odds of any teams to win any divisions in the National Football League. So, Lisi, I don't know if six wins keeps Matt Rule as Carolina's head coach next year, so I think he's going to have to shake it up and maybe try to show some promise and optimism for the future moving forward with a guy like Matt Corral because I'm not sure he even believes Sam Darnold can be one of the top-tier quarterbacks in the NFL. Oh, he doesn't. He must have been talking to me throughout the offseason because I said that <laughs> Matt Corral was the best quarterback in this draft class. And in my opinion, yep. two to three years down the road, we'll, we'll be the best and he'll be the guy that we're talking about. It won't be Malik Willis. It won't be uh, Kenny Pickett in terms of, you know, future down the road. I think it will be Matt Corral. I believe he gives a team the best opportunity to come in and start right away and, and give your yeah. team some wins. And that's what Carolina needs right now now, right? They started 3-0. and They went from 4-12 and a couple of seasons ago. Last year, they, they started out like gangbusters and had one of the worst records over the last 15 games of the regular season. So, we have to see how it plays out. I do believe that in terms of the team's success, they need Christian McCaffrey to at least play 12 games. If he could give you 12 fresh games with Christian McCaffrey and that rushing attack, whether it be Matt Corral or even Sam Darnold, I still believe yeah. this team gets over the five-and-a-half win total. Now, whether Matt Rule is there in 2023 or not, that's a different story. But I think for him to keep his job, these playoffs are bust this season. It was one of the best defenses in the NFL throughout that first month when Carolina started off a perfect 3-0 straight up and against the number and surprised much of the entirety of the league. And then it was a very fast and far drop-off from that early success in 2021. So the Panthers' team win total is 5.5, the over a slight bit of juice. The Atlanta Falcons' team win total, the bottom feeders in a weak NFC South at 4.5 and the under has the juice. It should lead you would think, Lisey, to success for both New Orleans and Tampa Bay in the top half of that division. New Orleans team win total. The juice has already started to move, Lisey. We talked about this just a couple of weeks ago around that Drew Brees conversation. Does he actually make the Saints better if, in fact, he does have a full desire to return to football? We said no. We said look at their team win total now. Eight and a half playing in that division, and the over had plus money. Now the over is just even money, plus one the under at minus 120 and it's the top team win total in the entirety of the league the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Buffalo Bills both teams Joe at 11 and a half wins and it's even juice for the Bucks minus 110 to the over and the under a slight bit more juice for Buffalo minus 115 to the over of that 11 and a half win total we continue going around the National Football League up next on Football Full Circle SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. Football Full Circle here on a Wednesday on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius XM Channel 159. He is Joe Lisi. I am Ben Stevens. And Lisi, this week, OTAs rage on across the National Football League. Voluntary OTAs. Meanwhile, before we get to mandatory minicamps coming up in just a couple of months, and before we know it, Lisi, as we're a couple days away from Memorial Day weekend, we're going to be mid-late July, and people are going to start reporting for training camps. That's how quickly things work here in the summer months as we all are eager and gear up for a new NFL and college football season. We do it both here on Football Full Circle. And Lisi, as we look at some of the quarterbacks around the league this week, again, voluntary OTA but Kyler Murray not there with the Arizona Cardinals. It was to be expected as he looks for a new deal in the final year of his rookie deal coming up, looking for that big payday that both he and his agent have advocated for throughout this offseason. It's expected, Lisey, so is there any cause for concern for the Cardinals moving forward? I think there is. I, I mean, I think there's. it's a bigger picture, you know, for Kyler Murray. Forget the money right now and, and locking him up to a long-term deal. I need Kyler Murray to showcase why he is the best quarterback in terms of the division or for that ball club right now. Because what I saw last year against the L.A. Rams in the wild card game, he did not step up, number one. Now, granted, DeAndre Hopkins was not there. I understand that. But from just the reads, the progressions, the body language, he didn't look like an elite quarterback. Did he? I mean, I did not see, like, wow, Kyler Murray is the guy to lead Arizona to the promised land this year. He could do it maybe during the regular season, and that's all well and good. We see a number of different compilers throughout the sport. But at the end of the day, what separates the elite quarterbacks from just the average is the ability to elevate those teammates around you and make them better. It can't just be, I need my way, and that's what I need to to succeed. It's got to be, you know what, it doesn't matter who you put out there. I'm going to elevate this team to the next level. And you know what? That is the biggest question mark I have surrounding Kyler Murray this season because that performance was absolutely gutless in my opinion. 
And when you think about what Kyler loses this offseason as well, his two favorite targets really last year, DeAndre Hopkins has been suspended for the first six games of this new NFL season due to PED violations, the performance-enhancing drug policy in the National Football League. And Christian Kirk got paid big time to become a Jacksonville Jaguar. So two of his favorite targets in his career now with Arizona are no longer a part of this Cardinals offense. And I don't think it's a put up or shut up year just for Kyler Joe I think Cliff Kingsbury has a lot that he needs to do this year to prove to people that he is an NFL head coach who can manage games efficiently who can really be the forefront runner of an organization and have success on the levels expected of Arizona and when you look at that box score last year against the divisional foe in the wild card Monday night game against the LA Rams for Arizona Kyler left a lot to be desired 19 of 34 only 137 yards not a single touchdown to two interceptions sacked twice for a loss of 15 yards and a QBR Joe of only 7.9 7.9 to put that in comparison with Matthew Stafford who was 13 of 17 for 202 yards in that game and two touchdowns by no means the gaudiest stats we saw out of Stafford last year or through the Rams postseason run his QBR was 82.7 So that's a far drop-off from the level of play you need on the biggest stage now in a postseason game for Arizona. And, of course, Kyler is known for utilizing his legs as well. Just two rushing attempts for six yards in that postseason game, looking frantic and a little bit frazzled most of that time on that big stage. Is that a reason for Kyler Murray not to get paid? No. In my opinion, I think he is a really good quarterback in the NFL. Is he top five, top ten at this moment? I'm not entirely sure, but certainly in the top half of this league, and should be somebody that, in my opinion, again, Arizona invests into. But, Joe, when we look at it this year, from an odds perspective on the cards, they're a fascinating team. Their team win total heading into 2022 is at 9.5. Seems like a lofty number, but the under has the heavy juice at minus 160. And if we follow the odds there, and Arizona only wins at most nine games, is 9-8 and a postseason team? Maybe in the NFC, at least according to the further odds, Joe, as we correlate this market. Because as we discussed, Lisey, last week, seven teams right now in the NFC, seven teams in the NFC have a minus money price next to their team name to make the postseason. If you include Arizona as that seventh and final team. Because technically, Joe, the cards are minus 106 to the yes to make the postseason, but they're actually more favored to miss it at minus 116 to the no to not make the playoffs. So do you think Arizona is capable, Lisi, of being a postseason team once again? I do, and this is why the questions surround Cliff Kingsbury, because if you just look at the body of work, Ben, right, there is progression. First year, 5-10-1. Second year, they go 508-8. Last year, 11-6 and and second in the division. You go from fourth to third to second, right? So there's the optimism right there. It's not, you know, we talk and we bash head coaches in terms of progression. Well, Cliff Kingsbury gave it to you. The problem with 
with Kingsbury and the Arizona Cardinals is that everybody looks at last year where they started as hot as anybody and then yep. fell off a cliff as well in terms of offensive production. And that's where you say, hold it, are we pumping the brakes right now? Are we getting ahead of ourselves in terms of where this team really is? They lose Chandler Jones. What does that do to the mindset and the mentality of the defensive side of the ball? Can they step up? They did ha- uh, draft Cam Thomas that I think will be absolutely phenomenal and an underrated player for that defense this year, but expecting them to duplicate all pro numbers is absolutely ridiculous. And on top of that, the progression with Kyler Murray. So I think Kingsbury, it's playoffs are bust for him because right. of the negativity surrounding him. Is he the guy? Isn't he the guy? Even though he's shown progression, there's more negativity surrounding the Arizona Cardinals than there is optimism right now. It's a great point, Lisey, because when you think about this Cardinals team and especially how strongly they started the 2021 NFL campaign, it should be only optimism heading into 2022. But it's far from that because of some missing pieces and because Kyler Murray is in this contract dispute, at least at the moment, with Arizona. The front office, Steve Kime, Cliff Kingsbury, have all said they look forward to working with Kyler and his representation to get this job done. And I think by the time we get to late July and training camp is right around the corner, there will be a new and rather lofty deal in place for Kyler Murray. But Arizona started off last year a perfect 7-0. They started off then 10-2. They were at the tops of the NFC. One of the best records and seemed in pole position, Lisi, to win that competitive NFC West. And then Arizona went on a three-game losing skid. They lost four of their last five games, including the finale of the regular season to the Seattle Seahawks last year, Lisi, because if you remember, Seattle was doing nothing at the beginning or really at any point last season and in that game Arizona was favored by three or by five and a half points and they lost outright by eight and it was at home they win that game they're the NFC West champions and that playoff game they got blasted by the Rams is in the desert and not in Los Angeles so they coughed away opportunity so you couple that slide at the end of the year the poor playoff performance against LA with everything that has happened this offseason it makes sense to see a nine and a half team win total given the talent but it also makes sense to see that heavy juice on the under at minus 160 and again we saw three NFC West teams make the playoffs last year in the NFC we could see something very similar again this year because there seems to be right now Joe about nine teams realistically that have a run at the playoffs ahead of them in 2022 the four divisional leaders in the bucks packers the rams and in the nfc uh who am i forgetting in the nfc east probably the cowboys but then you throw in a couple of the wild card teams like the niners the eagles you have the cardinals and maybe the vikings as well that's our nine we'll look at those odds and some value in the nfc coming up here on the other side of the break on football full circle because that's where things stand with otas this week in the nfl stay with us on sports grid radio SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. OTAs this week in the NFL, and that's our focus on this Wednesday edition of Football Full Circle, live across the Sports Grid Radio Network and on Sirius XM Channel 159. He is Joe Lisi. I am Ben Stevens. Joe, the focus right now on the NFC. We'll dive through some of the news and notes that you need to have an understanding of from OTAs and what they might tell us about this future upcoming season in 2022 in the NFL. But the future odds right now, Joe, would tell Tell us that the four divisional leaders in the NFC are the Dallas Cowboys, a plus 115 price as the favorites in the NFC East, a stronger minus money price for the Packers at minus 170 in the NFC North, the strongest odds of any team to win any division in the entirety of the league with the Bucks in the NFC South at minus 320, and the Rams are the favorites once again to win the NFC West at plus 140. So follow me here, Lisey. Those are our four divisional leaders at the moment and we just discussed maybe nine teams realistically that have a shot at a postseason berth in the NFL as it stands right now there's always a surprise there's always a team we don't expect but the nine based on the odds that seem like they have the most realistic path so those are your four divisional leaders once again the Cowboys in the NFC East the Packers in the North the Bucks in the South and the Rams in the West we know that West division Joe is going to be competitive once again with the Niners and the Cards to playoff teams from a season ago favored right now or at least in minus money to make the NFC playoffs once again but when you throw in the teams like the Saints from the NFC South the Vikings from the NFC North and the Eagles having improved this offseason in the NFC East that crop of nine teams Joe seems like they will battle it out for the seven now playoff spots in the NFC when you look at it from a wild card perspective who do you think has a realistic shot of making a postseason run is it the Eagles Vikings maybe even a team like the Commanders in the NFC East that we don't expect do you think the Saints have a good shot of making the postseason where would Lisey point to right now yeah I would only go to two teams right now and and we're talking preseason pre-camp right right? so I'm I'm going with either Jalen Hurts and Philadelphia or I'm going Mm. Minnesota the two teams that you mentioned and the reason is is because of veteran experience on the offensive side of the ball as good 
good as a defense can be, if you don't have that experience on the offensive side of the ball, you're basically handcuffed. Let's go to the Saints last year, right? They dominate Tom Brady and Tampa Bay twice last year, once with Simeon, once with Taysom Hill, still didn't make the playoffs. Why? Because of the consistency of the offensive side of the ball just was not there. They couldn't push tempo and they couldn't push defenses vertically over the top because of the lack of production once Winston went out. So you got Kirk Cousins, you have Jalen Hurts, you now have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith in that offense. I mean, they can push it with some of the best teams in in the NFC or the AFC for that matter, right? I mean, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen are potentially one of the top two combos in the NFC. So banking on Arizona right now, I can't do that. I I don't know what I'm going to get. I don't know what I'm going to get from Kyler Murray. You know, I think that they're showing progression. They're headed in the right direction. But I'm not putting my money without DeAndre Hopkins in that lineup. I can't do it. And what do you get from Kyler once adversity hits? That's what I want to know, Ben, because I'll tell you what. I bet on them last year in the playoff game. It's not that I'm bitter. It's just that I didn't see any fight once they came from behind. There was no like, hey, I can lead this team back. And that's the one thing that I don't like from a starting quarterback. He folded in that wild card game. The Packers have won the NFC North in three of the last four years, but is there value on Minnesota at plus 280? You might think so with all that the Packers lost this past offseason, not having Devontae Adams there. We'll learn pretty quickly here in this 2022 campaign if it was Aaron Rodgers that made Devontae Adams, if Devontae Adams makes Aaron Rodgers one of the best quarterbacks in the two-time reigning NFL MVP, or if both are just pretty good and have success at their spots for this upcoming season, of course, with Devontae in the desert in Las Vegas. But, Lisi, it's such a fascinating point because all of these teams right now, according to the odds, are right around one another when you look at team win totals which obviously will set the record pace of what we need to see to qualify for an NFC wild card spot and their odds to make the postseason we just shared Arizona minus 106 to the yes minus 116 to the no to make or miss the playoffs so slightly more favored to miss for Arizona it's the same exact prices Lisi for Philadelphia but it's minus 116 yes minus 106 no and Arizona's team win total is nine and a half the under having the juice at minus 160 it's the same for the fly eagle fly birds at minus uh 120 to the under of a nine and a half team win total minnesota is at eight and a half for their win total but it's juice to the over at minus 130 if we just follow the juice and some is a little bit more even than others but if we just follow the juice joe all three of those teams right around that nine win mark and so when you have a team like the vikings who are plus 102 right now to make the postseason, plus 102 to the yes to get a berth into the NFC playoffs, I think there's some good value there, especially because the NFC North, you got to think with the Lions and the Bears, you might be able to stack up some wins if you're both Minnesota and or Green Bay. Right, and you have a, a dual threat offense as well. As much as I don't love Kirk Cousins, he could still push it over the right. top, and they have potentially one of the best running backs when healthy in the game in Dalvin Cook. So they are balanced in terms of an offensive perspective. You gotta like that heading into any type of playoff scenario. That's why I still like Philadelphia as well. And think about this for Arizona, to your point, in terms of just the division, right? They have the second best quarterback with Kyler Murray in terms of experience, athletic 
athleticism. Now he's got to yep. step up behind Matt Stafford, right? I mean, nobody's expecting Trey Lance to be Kyler Murray this year. They're relying on that defense, and they want, if Lance wins the job, to, impl- to play within the offensive scheme, utilize some things with his athleticism, and utilize that heavy offensive line. Seattle, we don't know, even know what they are right now, right? Is, is Drew Locke the answer? Is he starting week number one with Pete Carroll? I can't imagine that right here, right now. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, there's optimism. You have to say if you're an Arizona Cardinal fan and backer, we have to take this now. There is no no tomorrow, meaning it's this year to make a run or not because next year, if they don't get to the playoffs, Kingsbury potentially could be gone. The team will Mm -hmm. be answering questions about whether Murray is the answer long-term or not. At least Jalen Hurts got his team to a wild card when all the eyes were saying they were in a complete rebuild. That's the difference between both of those quarterbacks right now. And let's look at the NFC West, Joe. I think you bring up a great point because Kyler Murray, we know, is not at voluntary OTAs for Arizona. Expected not overly concerning right now as he looks for a new contract with the Cardinals organization. Trey Lance is there at OTAs, and he is taking the first team reps, according to reports, this week for the San Francisco 49ers. And when you look at those NFC West odds and how they stack up, again, the Rams are the favorites at plus 140. The Rams only won this division last year because Arizona lost four of their last five, including as a five and a half point home favorite in the regular season finale against Seattle. But the Niners have the second best price at plus 185, only 45 cents of difference there between LA and San Francisco. Arizona, a decent drop off at plus 310 and then Seattle at 10 to 1. Listen, the Seahawks have a team win total of five and a half if they even go over that kudos, but that's probably their barometer of trying to get to six wins. So it's really the focus focus on those three teams, Joe. So at OTAs, no Kyler Murray. At OTAs for SF, it is Trey Lance. What is your confidence in this San Francisco team, Joe, moving forward? Because the FanDuel Sportsbook has the Niners making the playoffs at minus 225. I don't know if I buy in at over $2.25 virtually that San Francisco was a lock to make the postseason with a second-year quarterback in Trey Lance who really didn't get much experience last year for that Niners offense. Exactly, and the other issue as well is I could see if Trey Lance was a very accurate quarterback. He wasn't, and that was the biggest thing is that, you know, if you're going to play within uh, an offense that pounds the rock and works off a play action, you really need an accurate guy, a guy that can pinpoint the football. You don't want a guy that just completes 5 of 13 passes. You want to see that consistency 70% week to week, and we know, okay, this is the guy now when we turn him loose if we need it and the running game's not there, he can go over the top. So I don't see that from Trey Lance. He didn't have it in college. Again, played in the Alabama of FCS, as you know, one season, yeah. and basically only completed around 61% of his passes. That I, that I That's not that good. Let's be honest. When you have the best talent offense and defensive side of the ball and you only completed 61% of your passes against marginal opponents, that's not saying mm. much. I'd rather take – and we go back to this argument all the time. I mean – we're bashing Justin Fields in terms of his play against group, group right, Power 5 competition, best teams in the nation, completed 70% of his passes two years ago. We're bashing yep. that guy and buying Trey Lance. Makes no sense to me, Ben. Through Justin Fields' first four games in the weird 2020 season for Ohio State, he, has had many, he had as many touchdown passes, 11, as he did incompletions. Incompletions at 11. 
Justin Fields in 2019 had the best quarterbacking season we have ever seen in the history of the illustrious Big Ten Conference. And they've been playing football since the 1920s. He was the only quarterback in the history of the Big Ten to throw for 40 or more touchdowns, finishing with 41, and run for 10 or more touchdowns, finishing with 10 rushing touchdowns. And yet it was Trey Lance, the guy that San Francisco made the move to trade up for at number three. It was the Jets who took Zach Wilson, who, according to reports from OTAs and from Zach Wilson himself yesterday after practice, is beefed up this summer, up from his final playing weight last year at 208 to 221 now and feels it makes him more of an athletic quarterback. There will be some hope for the New York Jets to have bigger and better for Zach Wilson this year, but we'll continue talking about these second-year quarterbacks because I still have a lot of questions, Lisey, about the Niners in the NFC West, which if I have questions about three of the four teams, the Super Bowl champs have some value. Stay with us here on Football Full Circuit. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. Football Full Circle on this Wednesday rolls on right here on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens alongside Joe Lisi on this Wednesday. And Joe, our focus has been on OTAs this week in the NFL and some of the young quarterbacks that are being able to practice with their teams, with their organization, and then give us some insight on how their offseason has gone. Zach Wilson yesterday saying he's up by 13 pounds to 200. In 21 pounds for his weight right now, bulked up this summer due to clean eating and a new diet where he feels like he can be at his best entering year number two. He has some offensive weapons there in New York, but we're also going to focus on the second-year quarterback in Trey Lance for San Francisco. Now, Zach Wilson did not have a good rookie year, but he was out there 
a ton for the New York Jets. Trey Lance wasn't really out there all that much as it was Jimmy Garoppolo leading the Niners for the most part to an NFC championship game despite a litany of injuries. But all of the feeling and all of the mood out of San Francisco this offseason has been it's Trey Lance's team here moving forward. They haven't shipped away Jimmy Garoppolo yet and there doesn't seem to be much of a market for Jimmy as they await Jimmy G returning from offseason shoulder surgery to see just how healthy he will be moving forward. But Trey Lance is the guy and at OTAs this week for the Niners it's Trey Lance taking those first team reps and it's George Kittle saying how excited he is and the promise that he sees in Trey Lance at the helm of this Kyle Shanahan offense and frankly Joe that's reflected in the odds yes the Niners made the NFC championship game a season ago with all that they have tools offensively and certainly on the defensive side of the ball as well their team win total for 2022 is nine and a half and the over juiced Lisi at minus 145 again an indication an expectation San Francisco is a 10-win football team, at least 10-7 and in 2022. They have the second-best odds to win their division at plus 185 in the NFC West, and they're minus 225, Joe, a two bucks and a quarter to make the NFC postseason. I'm just not sure I agree with how highly the odds feel about the Niners. I'm with you, and there's two things that stand out to me about this year's team or this year's schedule, per se, and I'll get into that yeah. as opposed to where they were last year, right? Last year, they had the benefit of having the worst schedule in terms of the easiest schedule because they were injury-riddled back in 2020. Remember that? It just lined yeah. up perfectly for them to at least win 10 games last year with or without Jimmy Garoppolo at the helm. It was just very manageable. Now they made it to mm. the NFC Championship game. They lose, and now all the eyes are back on San Francisco and Kyle Shanahan, not just to get over their total and challenge the Rams, but to actually maybe be a Super Bowl contender, he's coach of the year candidate. When you look at his numbers, 16 to 1. Why Kyle Shanahan, right? I mean, it, that's expected if you're San Francisco. I'm not a buyer for a couple of factors. The one thing that I think when you look at San Francisco is twofold is that is that defense going to really lead this team yet again? Can they rely on the running game each and every week? And what do you get out of Trey Lance this year? It's not like, you know, I feel like the perception with Trey Lance is that we're making it to Patrick Mahomes of Kansas City in year two. Don't you just feel that? Like, it's like, oh, yeah, he's just going to come in, hit the ground running. He's going to throw for 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns in his first season as a starter. That's not the way the offense is built for San Francisco. I love Debo Samuel, but at the end of the day, you utilize him in the running game. You utilize him in the passing attack. Brandon Ayuk didn't step up or live up to expectations, and George Kittle was banged up a majority of the season last year. So what are you going to get in terms of the consistency? I, I just don't understand. And to make the comparison to Pat Mahomes and Trey Lance, Pat Mahomes was one of the most prolific passers in FBS, he was on a garbage team with Kingsbury at the helm, but at the end of the day, he could chuck it all over the yard. Absolutely so, and Trey Lance was at FCS North Dakota State, which we know is the powerhouse of FCS football at that level, but even in his college days, left a lot to be desired, was seen as a huge project heading into the NFL. And yeah, you had to take a little bit of that gunslinger out of Patrick Mahomes and tighten up some of his game as he made the step to the NFL, but I don't think it's apples to apples here when it's Trey Lance and Patrick Mahomes. And as Lisey said, listen, San Francisco was fantastic defensively. A top five score 
scoring defense, ranking fifth in the NFL a season ago, and top five in total defense as well, the fourth best total defense in the NFL last year. So yes, they can hang their hat on that, and that's certainly baked into a nine and a half win total with the over juiced at minus 145 and all of the other future prices that San Francisco has this year. But also to speak to the intricacies of what Joe is saying offensively for Kyle Shanahan versus what Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy have built in Kansas City or Matt Nagy before that or Doug Peterson even before that. It's a very different offensive system. One is spread. It's speed and space. Kyle Shanahan is an incredible offensive mind who is so creative in the way that he uses pre-snap motion, but a lot of it's under center. A lot of it is pre-snap motion, and a lot of it is predicated on the ground game. So where you have guys like Eli Mitchell having a huge role in his first year as a rookie sensation out of Louisiana, where you have Debo Samuel, who wants to be one of the best just wide receivers in the NFL, but you're putting him in there for 15 rushing attempts a game and taking a beating, which is apparently something Debo doesn't want to do. And he's not at OTAs. That's expected, right? He's he's not at OTAs, but there's not even a you know and you know and John Lynch in San Francisco, Lisi, have said we're not trading Debo Samuel. Rightfully so. He's one of the best offensive weapons in the entirety of the National Football League. But that doesn't mean Debo's happy about that. That doesn't mean he's going to be thrilled to be there this year. And how that all gets reclamated among this team will be very, very interesting to see. So the idea that they're a shoo-in for the playoffs, either in a wild card spot or competitive for the NFC West, I'm just Not sure I see it. And it wasn't like we expect this sophomore year bump for Trey Lance. The guy barely played last year. I think he appeared in three or four games, making two starts a season ago when Jimmy Garoppolo was a little bit too banged up to do it. But just because you expect him to be good in year number two, I'm not so sure that brings San Francisco to the second best price in the NFC West, which here's my final point about it, Lisey. Brings us back to the reigning Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams. And yeah, they lost a little bit this offseason. Vaughn Miller's now in Buffalo. But Vaughn wasn't there for the good portion of the entire regular season for the Rams. Obviously a huge factor in their playoff run to a Super Bowl championship. But it wasn't like he was their guy for the past three years. What will they do without him defensively? Kevin O'Connell, the offensive coordinator, now the head coach in Minnesota. But it's really Sean McVay's offensive system and his game plan more so than anything. Andrew Whitworth, one of the great offensive tackles in league history, has retired. So he's no longer there either. But when you look up and down the roster, Lisey, they made some improvements. They might lose Odell Beckham Jr., but they got Allen Robinson from Chicago. And I think A-Rob is fantastic and was in a terrible situation with a terrible play caller in Matt Nagy in Chicago and will shine in this offensive system for Los Angeles. I think the Rams got better in pieces this year as well. So you're giving me plus 140 on a Rams team that won a Super Bowl to win their division once again with we we have question marks Joe at least in a few spots if not multiple spots for the three other teams out of the four in this division the Super Bowl champions are plus money to win their division I'm going to take that anytime yeah, I'm with you, and and I brought it up, you know, when we talked uh, a couple of months ago uh, in regards to Matt Stafford as an MVP candidate, right? Didn't yeah. win the MVP in the Super Bowl because of Cooper Cup's performance. If Matt Stafford throws for 5,000-plus yards like he did and yeah. leads this team to a division title, he's a, definitely a dark horse for the MVP this year. Just, you know, it's for a sure. feel-good story, right? So, you know, you don't give him the Super Bowl MVP, but if he backs it up with another performance, 
performance, it's almost like the body of work now. Matt Stafford leads the, the Rams to the Super Bowl. He's back here. They're going for back-to-back. I mean, what's a better scenario than that to have for Sean McVay? So I agree with you. I think when you look at this division right now, and I'm not a big lover of the Rams, but you have to give them their due. They had the best defense at the end of the year. They knocked off Joe Burrow. They came from behind, and as much as I bash Matt Stafford, you got to give the kid credit. He stepped up in a big spot when the chips were in the middle of the table and the title was on the line. So at the end of the day right now, every team has a question mark. The biggest question mark right now with the Rams, to your point, are they going to be motivated? Are they going to want to and be hungry to knock off Tom Brady and knock off Aaron Rodgers and even knock off Trey Lance every single week? If they come ready to play from week number one, I'll tell you right now, they are the team to beat in the NFC. Until you knock the champ off its perch, you got to give them their due entering 2022. Five to one right now for LA to win their second consecutive NFC championship, tied for the second best odds alongside the Green Bay Packers, and nearly two dollars behind the favorites in the NFC, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at plus three twenty. You're right, Joe. Maybe I don't focus on the Rams with maybe some of that Super Bowl hangover to get back to another Super Bowl. Super Bowl 57 this year in Arizona, last year in Los Angeles. But I still think there's a ton of value on them within the regular season because of how good I think they are and where they stand in comparison to the rest of their division. To put it all in a correlated area, right? Tampa Bay is minus 320 to win the NFC. South, excuse me, minus 320 to win the NFC South. And that probably speaks more to the fact it's the Panthers and the Falcons at the bottom of that division than it is to just Tampa Bay being this otherworldly football organization because Tampa has a lot they're figuring out now with first-year head coach Todd Boyles in that organization, although obviously Todd Boyles has the experience as a head coach in the NFL, and Bruce Arians is still a part of that organization's front office in some form or fashion, but they're minus 320, Joe, is Tampa to win the NFC South. Green Bay is minus 170 to win the NFC North. And the Packers are the same price to win the NFC as are the Rams, both at plus 500 in the conference championship market. Yet it's the Rams at plus 140 in the NFC West. And again, the Niners and the Cardinals being your competition in that division, much better than the Cardinal or the, the Falcons and the Panthers in the South and the Bears and the Lions in the North. And you mix in the Vikings in the North and the Saints in the South as well. I understand the NFC West is a lot more competitive, but that should go to show you that that plus money price you're seeing on LA should present some value for the Rams right now. Without a doubt, if it was Tom Brady or it was Aaron Rodgers that, let's say, won the won the Super Bowl last year, you think they'd be plus money the following year? I don't think so. No, nope. in any capacity, They're not now. right? Right, right. So think about that. So at the end of the day, that it is Matt Stafford, it is the Rams. I think they do have value. I mean, they are probably the most complete team entering the 2022 season in terms of the NFC. They have less question marks regarding their offense and defense than any of the other teams. And, you know, I love Tom Brady more than anybody, but the fear is he's still his age, right? All of a sudden, does he regress into Drew Brees this year? That's the the fear. We don't think it'll happen, but at the end of the day, if it does, we're screwed in 
in terms of that bet or that assessment, coupled with Arians moving on and Todd Bowles taking over. And then when when you don't have your security blanket with, with Aaron Rodgers, how does that affect the offense? Are they going to be more mm-hmm. ground and pound now? Uh, can we buy into Green Bay right here, right now, knowing that the best player from an offensive perspective is now playing for the Las Vegas Raiders? You bring up a great point, Joe. You bring up a great point. I would say the Los Angeles Rams have less question marks than any team in their division, certainly, but maybe than anybody else in the conference. Tom Brady is going to be 45 by the time we start play in the 2022 NFL campaign. He led the league in passing completions and passing touchdowns a year ago, but that doesn't mean at a certain point father time won't catch up. And maybe it doesn't make him a bottom 15 quarterback in the league, but maybe he's not the best next year. And do you want that being your Super Bowl and NFC favorites? We'll have to see. We finish off the show up next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. We round out this Wednesday program here on Football Full Circle on Sports Grid Radio and Sirius XM Channel 159. Alongside Joe Lisi for the entirety of this hour, I am Ben Stevens. So, Joe, we've been going through all that we are seeing, and we've heard some storylines from OTAs this week in the NFL. We touched on it briefly. Zach Wilson up to 221 right now feeling good feeling bigger feeling stronger and ready to go for a 2022 nfl campaign there will be expectation on last year's number two overall pick to make that jump into year number two in the nfl the new york jets are an interesting team joe they did some great things in this offseason both during the free agency frenzy and in my opinion in the nfl draft especially early on there in that first round a team win total ec for the jets at five and a half the over has the juice at minus 160 do they make good on that juice and win at least six games 
No. <laughs> and I, I am rich. I'm a Dolphin fan, and this is not a knock on the Jets because I hate the Jets in that regard. No. It comes down to the schedule, number one, and I'm not sold on Zach Wilson. I know you can tell me he got up to 280. He looks like Schwarzenegger, for that matter. It doesn't matter. That, that, I'm not changing my assessment. He's still a deer in the headlights. I didn't like him coming out of BYU. I didn't think he should deserve to be taken second overall. I thought it was Justin Fields, and I'm still going to stick to that assessment. We'll see how it plays out. Love what they got in Garrett Wilson. Love what they got in terms of Jermaine Johnson and some of the their other draft picks. Ruckert as well a little bit later. But I can't. I don't think they're going to beat any team in the division once this year. How about that, Ben? So 0-6 I mean, in the division. If they don't win a divisional game, Lacey, it's going to be hard for them to go over five and a half, huh? You would say? Yeah. Right? It's going <laughs> I would to be say impossible. So. It would be impossible for them to go over five and a half. The juice says yes, Joe Lisi. Our juice says no. Lisi will be back tomorrow on Football Full Circle. I will be back tomorrow on Football Full Circle as we continue on this week here live on Sports Grid Radio. We start at noon Eastern time, but at 1 p.m. Eastern time, in just a couple of seconds, it's Donnie Wrightside and Kevin Walsh on the Money Line up next. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.